Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Press, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P, a.k.a. Cash Flow. What's going on, good people, man? This is a bonus or is 169, Prez? I don't know. This is, I don't know this where is 169, Officially man. You 169. get lost in, in the work, all the work we put in extra, man, but this is 169. Uh, Cash, uh, for... The people who just stumbled across us, finding us for the first time, even though we got, uh, like you said, 169 episodes out there, uh, this may be their first time coming across us. Can you please let them know who we are and what we do? I don't know why this is the first time. We the who's who. So one of the dopest podcasts out there. So Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. We drop every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But to answer your question, Prez, what we about is music, sports, entertainment, and culture each and every week. You can get that. Uh, we have artists on from all walks of nature. Some are bigger, some smaller, indie, whatever. If it's dope music, we want to interview you and we'll have you on. We have countless uh, dope artists that have been on. So y'all go check those out. But also we do the sports thing each and every week. It's barbershop banter. We don't keep up with all the stats and everything like that. It's just how we feel. We just talking noise. Unless I have to prove press wrong. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> Those are times when I have to bring up stats. But, you know, that that's what we talk about each and every week. Culture, things that happen um, in politics. We stay away from that. But sometimes, you know, sports, music and, and politics, you know, intertwine. And, and we speak on those things from time to time. We also have entrepreneurs on as well. And we're going to start that up. And then we do bonus episodes on Patreon where we talk about books on leadership and things like that. You know, we're, we're not all over the place, but where we hang our hat. It's music and sports. So with that said, man, that's a little bit about Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Cash and uh, 169 episodes. Last uh, last week's episode, if you missed that, we did our mid-year review, did our top 10 albums of the year. Uh, go check that out if you want to know where we're thinking, what, how we're feeling about the music uh, that didn't drop this year. Uh, but on this episode, what are the people in store for? Man, we got a a long-awaited guest on here. Um, ever since he dropped Legacy Loading way back when, but Prez, you know, you know what I gotta do, man. I always gotta talk about how I how I came across the artist. So randomly, I'm on hip hop Twitter and I'm just going through, scrolling through, scrolling through. And um, you know, every now and then, Prez, we'll have a, a point in which you'll see like a, some comments or a video, and it's a it's a random artist. And often at times you're like, nah. I'm a curve it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not about to listen to this. But sometimes you listen and you find, like, it feels like you struck gold, man. Feels like you struck gold. So that's exactly what happened when we came across our artist that's coming on the podcast today, Lacey Jackson, man. And then the song that I heard when it was Legacy Loading Time, once I went to the album, I did much like you did, Prez, one time. Remember how you listen to albums on Shuffle randomly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that by, by own accident. But, this was a good thing because the whole album's dope. But the first song I went to was Jay Wood off of Legacy Loading, man. And that that song, that's, that spoke to me. And it was just great hooks, great lyrics, everything. The, all we talk about, the embodiment of artists, you know what I mean? Just having a production, having the lyrics, having the hooks, being a, a, a full, full rapper, so to speak. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome to the couch for the first time. Lacey Jackson. Hey, appreciate y'all having me, bro. No doubt, you, man, man. No doubt. How, how you feeling, man? How, how's it going? It's going great, man. Appreciate the uh, the introduction. It's hey, dope. No to, you know, 
I've I've did a couple of interviews. I've never really known how people have heard my music the first time. So that's kind of that's fire to to hear that. Yeah, yeah. That's how that's exactly how it happened, man. And and just of course, word of mouth. Once you you know, hey, have you heard of him? Oh yeah, I've been I've been onto his music. Or yeah, I checked him out. I found them. Like a lot of people have found your music the same exact way. Ironically. Um, and we oh, all, really? we all, talk, yeah, we all, you know, um, our man Nums, he talked about it. He, he found your music the same way on Twitter and then checked Nums, out the album. Okay. And now, you know, every time you drop, you know, we, you know, we talking about it as far as the beats and, and breaking it down from a nerd level on, on what you did right and, and all that. So that's, yeah, that's pretty much how everybody found the music. I pitched it to Prez and, yeah. um, you know, often. What that's, that's what he really wanted to get off. Yeah. You know, he he put me on. I put him on. I put him on. So that, that's how that goes. You know, that but that's how we do, man. Even if we didn't have a podcast, um, you know, sometimes uh we stomp the floor, like pound the table, whatever you want to use, and say, yo, no, 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 no. Nah, before the day's day ends, listen to this and then get back to me. You know what I mean? Give me, mm-hmm. give me immediate feedback on what you like. So we definitely did that with Legacy Loaded, and now it's kind of you know, it's automatic add and, and listen and, and ride out to it. So that's how we came across it, man. That was dope, man. For I feel sure. like the I feel like some of my uh <laughs> some of my dogs would be mad if I don't correct you, but it's forever loading. Forever I put legacy loaded, man. I don't it's know. All, you know, I'm over here thinking like your legacy loading would have been fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking legacy loading is forever loading, forever loading. <laughs> tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping, man. I, mean, nah, I got good. ahead of myself. But yeah, man, um, you know, but that's that's how we came across, man. But for the people that haven't heard your music, we want to play uh one of the songs off the project before we even get into the interview portion. So we'll play uh Acting Like It. That's the uh title track, not the title track, but the lead-off track to the project. Complaining about this shit. Yesterday's crime was as easy as it gets. Thought the goal was getting rich. So why you acting like it used to say I want it? I ain't really want it. 420 pounds, but I kept it hunted. Till you take a risk, you ain't never stunning. Kick a lot of game, but I ain't never punning. As long as Lacey got the work, you forever fronting. We cooking up heat that they can't police. These niggas say they want some peace, I just want a peace. But can somebody make a chain of dogs off the leash? Talking so damn rich that so is my niece. Talking flow so cold, the merch is a fleece. Talking sold out shows from west to the east. This a sharp ass nigga, uncle with the crease. Get that shit, you gotta work for it. If you ain't got it yet, boy, you gotta search for it. I want my vision like he's spitting in the dirt for it. I want it so bad, nigga, I would hurt for it. Cause I was hurt for it, yeah. No complaining about this shit, nigga. Yesterday's crime was as easy as it gets, nigga. Thought the goal was getting rich with us. So why y'all acting like some- Yeah, so that that's acting like a man. So um strong intro. Prez, tell them a little bit about the intro, man. Tell them a little bit about the intro, how we feel about man, that. Man, so as a, like one of the things that we have, like, you know, starting off anything, man, the intro has to grab you immediately. It got to be that one that captures, because you don't know who coming to you. That's how we start off the show like this. You know, we got to explain to everybody, you know, who, what we are about and what we do. You know what I mean? That's That's got to be quickly uh, dissectable at the beginning of any any uh, album that you put out. And you never know 
when somebody's coming to your music. So you can't just open up and just go on this long tirade. You got you got to open everybody up to you and bring them where you're from. Uh, so uh, I think that was a great opening, you know, easily uh, digestible song on, on, on your delivery and everything on that. So, uh, yeah. We 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 hammer home the intros, and when we go to our anytime we're talking about classic uh, albums or anything like this, I mean that is where it has to you know it has to hit at home for you at that intro. You can't just like halfway do it, do a uh, yeah. or, or do like a, a a kind of a you know a skit type intro completely. Mm-hmm. You got to have something that's gonna grab them off the jump. So that's dope, man. I'm well, I'm glad it grabbed y'all, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, personally, I I, I agree. I, I want it to be something, especially as an independent artist, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm posting in the comments, and a lot of times the link I'm going to drop is to the album. And so if people click on that first song and it's not something that they at least, you know, makes them more interested, then, you know what I'm saying? And this, especially in this this culture, they just, they off of it quick, so. Yeah, yeah I appreciate yeah. that. You know that. Nobody's no longer going to buy one CD and going to play it all the way through. We got DSPs. We can jump to another song. If you didn't grab my attention, (laughs) I grab your two songs and put it over here and just be on to the next thing. So, uh, but before we get too far into it, Lacey, we're going to let them let you properly introduce yourself and uh, tell the people where you're from, uh, you know, how long you've been rapping and and, and so on. Go ahead. Yeah, man. My name is Lacey Jackson. I'm I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Um, Man, I started rapping. I think I wrote my first rap in like my freshman year in high school. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is fresh off of watching the Jay Mills versus Murder Mook battle, and so my I think my first uh, my first rap was just you know a, a Murder Mook imitation. You know what I mean? I just was such a huge fan of it. Um, uh, my first introduction to really like recording music was in high school are like, you know how you got those like technology classes? We had built like a little makeshift studio, had no idea what we were doing in there. And uh, I don't even think at the time I was like the the cool rapper kid in the class. It was like, you know saying? It was one of the other homies. But um, that was my first introduction to like being in that type of atmosphere. And then, you know, I didn't really start making actual songs until I got to college. Uh, my first project was called uh, The Perfect Resume. And it was just one of my dogs just, you know, flipping our refund checks to try to put a little makeshift studio together. And then, uh, you know, that was a project that basically made me realize like, oh, I can rap. It was terrible, but it was like, oh, okay, like you can rap. You know what I'm saying? This is a this is something you should, you can invest some time and energy into. You know what I'm saying? So that's really where everything started was just, was that project and um you know this is this is around the time when machine gun kelly was 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 blowing up here in cleveland in the cleveland mm-hmm. area and uh so that was super inspirational uh some of my early inspirations from a rap perspective was probably like like i said murder move cassidy i used to think cassidy was the greatest rapper of all time you know what <laughs> i was tripping but you know what i mean that was that was that was one of my that was one of my favorites at the time. Um, often, often at times, man, I, I often want to know what's your your why, you know, for for rapping because I know it takes a lot of time and energy and, and, and investment and time away from people that you love, 
your wife and, and your two kids that you mentioned a lot on your project. So what what is your why for doing what you do? Uh, I mean, you know, the why changes, but I know, so, so there was a period of time where I stopped rapping because I was trying to figure out like what contribution I could really bring to this because some of my favorite rappers are, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, I respect not only the music, I respect the, 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 the swag, the energy, the impact that people have on culture. And so for me, being a little bit more introverted, a little bit more kind of just, you know, I kind of, I just kind of roll solo and, and do my own thing. I created loading as this opportunity to just rap about literally what I'm doing every day. So, you know, I always say like living life and rapping about every step. So, you know, the overall idea behind why I make music is just to document, you know what I'm saying? What I'm, what's going, what's going on in my life. Now, every individual song changes because like a lot of times it's like, you know, I live some type of life experience and then end up making a song about it. And so um, my my main why is just really just about my life, man. Like being a normal dude. I know, you know, I hang out with a lot of cats. It's just black fathers and, you know, what I'm saying college students and, you know, what I'm saying it's just it ain't it ain't no it, it's 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 very regular, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's extremely dope. And so, um, yeah, that's my my why is just to just to show people, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of a different, it's still about being cool, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I feel like- Yeah, you got to make the dad shit like, cool. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. You, yeah. Gotta, yeah, you can't be like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it still has to, it, I think it still has to be delivered in a way that people- want to consume it and want to understand it and, and look up to it. And I think it's something to look up to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like it's, we're trying to, we're trying to, you know, I'm, it's not like I'm rapping about stuff that people are not really actually out here living. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's my, my main why is literally just what's going on in my life. You know, at any given moment, a lot of times a song is after a conversation, you know what I'm saying? On the phone or something like that. So that's, that's the main reason. Do you think that um, you being so personable? Because uh, I'll say from uh, a listener standpoint, that that's really what I the type of rap like. I like I like the street shit. I like the uh, bravado from different rappers when they just talk and fly talk. You know what I mean? And it ain't about nothing else but just the vibe. But I think the mm. the artists that stand the test of time are the artists that that speak on everyday issues, speak on a regular man's issues, and could always relate. You know to to the people that they service for the most part, because everybody's not a millionaire, thousandaire, whatever you want to call it, and, and doing well. And I think you highlight that uh, that that pretty well on all of your projects, um, particularly, you know, when you talk about um, you know your mom and your brother, man. So I kind of want to go there with it um, in terms of you really opening up and and letting us in on you know just how much your brother and mom affected your life. I mean, if you want to dive into that. Um, you know, cause they're a highlight throughout your projects. You mentioned them several times and random, random verses. So if you want to highlight them for a little bit on, on how they kind of give you the inspiration to, to do what you do. Yeah. So like, you know, in regards to my mom, man, um, you know, it's crazy. It's like, I really didn't have a great personal relationship with my mom before she passed away when I was, I think I was like 11 years old, 12 years old. Um, but my mom, man, like, 
you know, now being an adult, having two kids, looking back, I can just see so much character and 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 just good quality that she, you know, developed in us while she, while she was here with us. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm always I'm always looking back on it because I don't know, just there's a lot of stuff. You know, my mom was, you know, before she passed away. You know, she was battling with issues with, you know, her heart and, you know, she had battled some some mental health issues early, you know, before, like when I was like super young. Um, those are things that I ended up, you know, having the mental health specifically I talk about on 2010 yeah, where, yeah. Um, you know, that summer, you know, I actually had a, tried to commit suicide, but an overdose on, on some pills and, uh, you know, part of it was connected to. You know, part of it was connected to, I think, this gap that happened from just not having my mom around. And that's really what I wanted to, to kind of highlight. And when I say bro, you know, I got my dad had five boys. They adopted two. I got, you know, I got a, I got a lot of bros. You know what I'm saying? And then not only just my blood brothers, I'm surrounded by, I mean, I'm surrounded by some some solid dudes that really, you know what I'm saying, just have have really held me accountable and, and helped me grow. And, and so I'm always showing love to my brothers in general, you know what I'm saying? Just for, just for helping me really just develop the mindset that was able to get past some of that stuff that I was dealing with. And, uh, so that's why I was showing her. That's why I was a very personal song on 2010. Cause it was just like, you know, looking back on it, you know, we 12 years in the future now. And it's just like, I can't, you know, so <laughs> I can't even imagine the mindset that I was in at a point where I wanted to like end my life. And now my life is so beautiful and I'm so blessed. And, you know, I just thank God that, you know, my attempt failed, you know what I'm saying? So I try not to really talk about this. Cause like, you know, I made the overdose, my first pride, my first like official, official project was the yeah, overdose. I saw that where I really like dived into it. Um, but I've been in such a space that I've kind of disconnected with that, that reality as far as like how I identify with it so much. But, you know, on this, I just wanted to take one song to at least acknowledge, you know what I'm saying? That, that moment of my life so that people can realize that, you, you know, what's going on, especially it's like the music and the stuff continues to grow. And I feel like I'm getting a lot of different opportunities and stuff now with the music. I just want people to realize like, you know, none of this could have happened if, you know what I'm saying? If, the worst case scenario would have played out that way. So, you know, it's, it's all a blessing, but shout out to my brothers, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to, shout out to my dogs, man. I'm a, um, uh, my brother, EJ, Kiron, Kevon, Jeremiah, Sabian, you know what I'm saying? My dogs, Dio, my brother, Mark, um, Buzz, Clean, man. I'm, like I said, I'm surrounded by a lot of outstanding individuals, man, that have figured this stuff out. So, yeah, that's, what, yeah, that's why I'm always talking about him. Yeah, and uh, anybody who's listening, I, hey, make sure you listen at that 2010 track. He goes in a little deeper on it and, uh, you know, open up on the music side uh, uh, about that whole little struggles and everything that he goes through. So, I mean, it's it's good to open up about those things just in case somebody else going through a struggle. You don't know who you're helping out that can be fine in the future or anything like this. And, uh, you know, a lot of great artists, you know, that kind of unfortunately had, you know, that little stint with almost, you know, dying and everything. You know, we had Lil Wayne, you had uh, Kanye, you know, yeah. with the crash and all this stuff. So, I mean, uh, sometimes it's a catalyst to, uh, like, kind of 
push you, you know, you never realize what you're going to. You have that. some, some of them that had that experience yeah. and everything. So unfortunate, very, very unfortunate. And then on your side with the, uh, uh, which we're saying like just the mental, mental health struggles and everything. Like, I mean, you never know who you, by you just continue to speak on it, you saying like, hey, you said it a couple of times, but you don't know who's going to catch it and when they're going to catch it and who you're going to be helping out yeah. in the future. So it, it, it kind of, you know, it's very relatable. Uh, it can be a relatable song to somebody in the future. So there you go. Absolutely. Man. I plan, I plan to always, you know, it's a huge part of my story. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always mm-hmm. going to speak on it and, uh, you know, hopefully encourage people that, you know, maybe still in that phase or, or dealing with that on a, you know, on a regular basis. So, uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Hey, fellas, I feel like it's it's only right to put this to put this song on. You know what I mean? As much as <laughs> we're talking about it, um, and as good as it is, because like again, intro, then fo- the following songs is just kind of it locks you into to your story. So I wanted to play a little quick bit of the uh, twenty ten. Lost my mama at like 12 years old. Tried to find it in 2010. Doctor said it ain't your time to go. So don't you ever do that shit again. Hey, I lost my mama at like 12 years old. Tried to find it in 2010. Doctor said it ain't your time to go. Don't you ever do that shit again. I'm really too blessed to be giving up on anything. Really too stressed, but winning wars made many king. I am the one, it's MJ, that's Billy Jean. I am not done, and know the grass ain't really green. Hope we see our angels on the day of glory. I really love you, can you say it for me? Closing up a book, never made a story. So I'ma give it all I got to the crowd sing. Wouldn't be a father to my daughters if I... All right, Lacey. So take me behind the scenes, man. Um, you know, as I'm constructing a project and I'm thinking about where I want to play songs, I'm 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 always thinking about that, right? Uh, and I'm sure you mm-hmm. think about that too. So, uh, you know, as you're constructing the album, are you thinking about like, damn, I'm going in heavy off, you know, off the top, or are you trying to balance it out, or are you just like, you know what? This is a dope song, and I, I just want people to know who I am from the jump. Yeah, so, you know, like, once you get past the the, the whole concept of, like, the introduction, you know, obviously need to be something that pulls people in. Um, man, you know, I'm going through this process really with a couple of my friends, you know what I'm saying, trying to, trying to figure out where everything fits. And the philosophy that we kind of had with it was, even though, the music is very personal and, um, you know, obviously we're rapping on here. The vibes matter. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's almost like, we're, you know, you try to think of it like you got certain rooms set up and we need to, you know, if we're in a room, we need to make sure that the vibe stays that way inside that room and then transitions out to another place. You know what I mean? So, um and this is, you know, I found because, you know, <laughs> this this mentality is not something I, I naturally thought about music that way. I got to do one of my dogs I work with. His name is Clean, man. You'll hear me shout him out on the project a lot. And with, Clean is just a dude that has listened to a million songs on Spotify. You know what I'm saying? And he really functions with me as more of like a 
as an A&R. And even though I'm an unsigned independent artist, as just somebody who just, you know, he just listened to so much music on the spectrum that he can kind of give a lot of solid quality feedback. And so, you know, really when it came to sequencing the album, it's a lot of, it's really a lot of fighting between me and him of, of like, you know, because for me, you know, what I cared about initially was just like, play the end of the song. How does it sound transitioning into the next song? That was it. That's all I cared that's, about. And that's like, important too. That's important, but not probably as important as what clean is. Going through the, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't go one mood yeah. and switch it and go yeah, back to that yeah, same mood here. and stuff like that. We, right. we talk about sequencing a lot. And uh, like Lil Brother is like one of the, you know, like both of them, like when they're sequencing an album, like it's always like perfect. They must uh, did, uh, what was it? Loops album, right? And you can tell Loops, how. Yeah. Oh the, my the, God, Loops album was incredible. Yo, the, the sequencing on that and just like how good he got from the mixtape loop to mm-hmm. the project loop. But you could tell. You could tell it was a, it's a lot of hard work, and um, I want you to keep that thought on um, the sequencing thing, and I want you to I want to kind of go into your team and and the accountability thing that you I think you posted something recently on one of your reels that was on maybe YouTube or IG, and uh, you were just talking about the accountability of your team and, and more so of you know the, you know everybody just really holding you accountable not only you know in real life but also. In the music, how how important is having a, a quality team to tell you, um, you know, the baby is ugly, so to speak, when the baby is ugly, and and also to give you praise when you deserve the praise for whatever you put out. Man, it's 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 so important. So, like from my perspective, right? If you listen to my first project, the overdose, and then I made an album called Four Years Forward. So one thing about Clean, it's so funny how this all started with. Dilly, the songs, it all started with my dog Clean. You know, people used to compare me a lot to J. Cole. I still get a little bit, but it was a real like, yo, this sound like some Cole. So not only is Clean like a huge music fan, but from a hip hop perspective, you know, he's always preaching this concept of like making a contribution. Like I said, the dude's like an A&R, not on a label. It's crazy. But he was like, um, so... Me just being a competitor, you know what I'm saying? I just kind of stopped going to the type of beats that I was that I was typically on. And one day I ended up rapping on a Dilly beat. And instead of my cadence being, you know, real fast and the rhyme schemes being, you know, kind of just, I don't know, because I, I was a Cassidy fan and an Eminem fan. I used to and, and a huge J. Cole fan, there was a there was this like emphasis on like this intricate rhyme schemes and you know what I'm saying? And so slowing down the cadence. Um, so I basically had did that and I sent clean a record and he was like, yo, yo, this is like, this is, this is different. This sounds like Lacey Jackson, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and then the whole, so the forever loading album just ended up being me in competitive mode, basically trying to recreate that and trying to like, get away from the the whole like idea of being compared all the time to, to J Cole and trying to carve out my line. And what I realized was like, when I slowed down, I could put this inflection on my voice that really is. So, so as I, when I slowed down, I realized like I could do this inflection and then inflection almost like added a melody element to the music that 
just was not there at all in the last. So when it comes to the team, you know what I'm saying? Like I tell people all the time, like, man, if clean wasn't, you know, if clean wasn't, you know, making the contribution that he's making when it comes to just, you know, being a, a critique of, of good music. And, you know, if he was just, you know, telling me like, what was clear on my last projects was like, yo, you can rap. You're really good at rapping. But it was like, you know, you know, like, a, is this a song I want to play again? You know what I'm saying? Is this a, is this a, is this, feeling. is that all I get feeling. after I, you know what I mean? Can I feel this? Is it so, so, you know, on that, on that end of just, you know, honestly just having people around me, clean has never rapped in his life. It's so crazy, but you know, just have allowing people. I think my, my superpower has always been, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really willing to listen if you have some, some value to add, you know what I'm saying? And I, I don't take it. It's not, it's no pride involved. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what I'm saying? What I can say is I draw forever loading and I be got 700,000 strings. I never had seen a, a project do that. I, I had, I'm also, also what made me convinced that there was something here, something kind of special was, like y'all saying y'all found me on Twitter. You know, Twitter is the is the trollville. So when Yo. I was putting out songs, <laughs> yeah. the- that's what I'm saying. Like if you don't, if you do what you've been doing, and, and what I t- said at the top is, if you do what you do, you typically are looked at kind of crazy. Because if the exactly. music is ass, that you know you're gonna be received that way. But you taking a chance. But I think it's <laughs> the com- you the confidence you have in the music that you know. Yo, if they hear this, there's no way they can hate on this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that well, your that, mindset that doing to, that? That had to grow on me though, because like you know, initially you just hopping out there. You know what I'm saying? And so, but when I'm in Double XL's comments, and you know, Cash is trying to you know hit you with the trash can gift off as, as soon as possible. But then when I hear Cats, you know, it got to a point where like if somebody hated on it, they would get trolled. Like, yo, what are you listening to? Like. And so, you know, I had a, a video, Seven Minute Half was the first one I was really like pushing on there. And that, you know, now has over a million views on Twitter just from posting it in the comments. And so many moments where, like I said, this community where it's kind of like natural to just troll somebody. They were so accepting of it. And I was like, wow, this sound not only accomplishes what I want to do with music, which is about talking about my story. And I don't, don't want to have to compromise the messaging at all. But it also is delivering it in a way that is digestible for pretty much, you know, most people that listen to it, even the younger dudes and, the you know, the younger generation. So, man, all that ties back into, you know, having a great team. I, I never even, you know, you got clean with doing the A&R. I can't. We 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 can't. We gotta talk about Dilly, man. Dilly. Yeah, let, let's get to him. Dilly is making. This like, is, you know what I mean? I'm like, two projects full of. Him, right? Like these last two projects are everyone is him. God, yeah, he's he's like um what what I was saying, what I get from from a listener uh standpoint from Dilly is just like he he gives you that soul, but it's it's minimal to the point where he doesn't do too much to where he's interfering with you and what you're trying to say and your message. You know what I mean? It's not interfering. And uh and again, the the melodies like you you mentioned earlier like just slowing down a little bit is cool like again i mentioned uh my brother numbs man like he got the slow flow too but like the clarity and, and you know when you do that slow flow 
you got to be spitting too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, every yeah. bar has to matter. Everything you you saying has to matter. Uh, so I think you guys work perfectly together or just it just sounds perfect because the melodies and then his minimalist aspect to how he just gives you just enough soul, but it's not too much of of this oversampling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, but yeah, man, definitely yeah. shout out to Dilly, man. So Cash, this sounded yeah. very familiar to what we were just talking about a little while ago when we was going down the uh, top five indies uh, and stuff like this. So we was mentioning all these things you're talking about, sequencing, uh, you know, the inflection of your voice, your production. When you go, when you meet somebody, you know, that can kind of be perfect production for you because if you're, if somebody has that that stream slow flow, then the, something got to be added to production to grab, grab everybody's attention mm-hmm. or the artists got to step up and do that. If they're not going to make the inflections with their voice to kind of change it up or have the pauses up in there so you catch a bar or something like that, then it's just, it's kind of just like go through. Like you just pass through right. it and just just move on. And uh, some artists are are great, but they may be with the wrong production. And everybody's saying like, oh, this is good. This is this is good. But it's good for a select few. It's not going to open them up to a bigger audience because that sound is for those set of people. But if you can get that that perfect producer a la like uh we we had talked about like uh uh killer mike with lp uh so you know when they mm-hmm. met up and run the jews it's perfect for him and look what they kind of elevated to but before then he was he was still doing what he does like rapping wise it just wasn't that perfect production that kind of just like elevates and, and throw them up there so like yeah when you can find yeah. the, that producer and the artist like and you can get link up just perfect it's it's that's good music. That's good music. That's how that's how it's created, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely, man. We gotta get the producers they credit, man. You know what I'm saying? Got like to, they, got to. They they make it, you know, especially when it's working. A lot of times when it's working, they're making a contribution to the sound that, you know, it, it, that can't be neglected. If you take, you know, you take Dilly away from these and 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 it's just it's just me and another and, and another producer, we gotta we got to come up with a completely different ecosystem to work. We got to figure out the chemistry. It's so many different things that go in there. So, uh, you know, I'm always showing Dilly love because, you know, and Dilly was, you know, being, he was successful and had crazy placements before I started working with him. This, this is a dude that's been working, you know what I mean? When it comes to, to, to for making beats for years. And so, uh, yeah, man, shout out to Dilly, man. For how'd you, how'd you guys meet up? Being consistent. So what happened was, you know, like I said, I ended up, you know, I just was going through YouTube looking for beats. I ended up on his page. I made one song. Then I like, you know, I might have a three month stretch where I was just making, you know, all the songs on Forever Loading. Literally, that's probably in, in three months. It was like 17. And there's really more than that. And uh, so what I ended up doing was I just, you know, I ended up rapping on all of them and I sent him, I just emailed him the album. I was like, and then he, you know, he just was, he was, you know, he was blown away by it. And, uh, you know, so it went from just like a, a relationship that we had just from, you know, me purchasing his beats to, you know, us exchanging contact information and, you know what I mean? And, and developing a friendship. So now, you know I'm saying? He'll, you know, he'll shoot me something that he's working on and, you know, we, it's, it's just a little bit more personal now, but, you know, what's also dope about Dilly, too, that sold me on it was that he was creating a lot of his own samples. So, mm-hmm. you know, he had gone That's so that's money in the bank right there. You never, you don't run the risk I never of... never got to worry about the, yeah. yeah. The sample so that was huge. Like that. Yeah. Exactly. 
That's fine. So, That's fire, yeah. man. I, I'm glad you guys met up because, again, man, I think, like I said, forever loading, right? Get that right this time. Uh, forever yes, loading man. was uh, <laughs> was the one that drew me into where I'm like, yo, this soundscape really, I don't know, man. Like it's um, I think the not 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 comparing to Jay Z or nothing crazy like that, but I just remember like um listening to you know like what more can I like the mo, yeah, I would have like moments in forever loading to where I was like, okay, I see the vision there. You know what I mean? Because y'all creating, uh, you know, you come in light and then it's like a momentous occasion. And then you guys kind of just ease us out the album kind of similar to like a, a movie arc, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's what really kind of drew me in. And then the videos and everything that you kind of did going along with it and the, the marketing, the grassroots marketing really, because you know what I mean? Um, Everybody's independent, man, and you gotta find your own uh, niche, so to speak. So I, I think you guys did did really well with that, really well with that, man. So yeah, I, I'm, I, thank you, bro. For sure, for sure. But um, let's get into one of the the songs that me and Prez collectively say, yeah, we gotta discuss this, and we always like to joke and stuff like that, man. Prime and Nervin. Prez, <laughs> <laughs> talk to, talk to us a little bit about Prime and Nervin, man. All right, so uh, want to know was you a Cowboys fan? Cause uh, Prime and Irvin, you know. So I'm not, I'm not a Prime, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm definitely a Prime and Irvin fan. You know what I'm saying? At least okay. I, I okay. respect greatness. You know what I'm saying? So well, well, okay, <laughs> that was gonna be my next thing. I'll come on, mm -hmm. shoot one at you real quick. Uh, so why does MJ get the whole like legend on the side for just the basketball being good on both sides, but prime, you know, he was good on both sides on this and you kind of threw Irvin up in there. So it was just like, well, what was the reason behind that? <laughs> like no. it was the first thing just being a sports fan as well. Just got me up. Like, I mean, prime played both sides. You could have just said MJ and prime, but it, it kind of, it's the flow. I know, I know that's what it's gotta be. It, but. It's all the flow. Cause you know, it, it was Lacey <laughs> Jackson at first. And I was like, Nah, you know, it was just trying to figure out what, you know, how do how do I tie it all together? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Initially, that song, probably like a week before it came out, instead of saying, you know, the Michael Jordan, I was saying my name. And I was just trying to just tie it all together, man. And Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, this guy, he did it all, so. Yeah, but the, okay, sense. so a little bit deeper on the song, you you like saying like, hey, it's you know, you you realize where you're at and how you're doing and producing music and you know, uh, are making music and everything. So uh, everybody should be aware of the greatness that you're kind of doing right now. So uh, definitely liked it all that all that and everything on there. So uh, I. I you know, I'm joking about the prime and Irvin, but I mean, I love that little mixture up there. It's going to get people to listen. It was catchy as, you know, that's kind of how you want to get people in there too. So a debate, a debate could happen afterwards, but, uh, all right, man, let's okay. see. Let's get into that, uh, prime and Irvin, man. Let's get into that prime and Irvin. Can't be waiting for these niggas to get your flowers, dog. Facts. Real recognize. Real, recognize. Real recognize. Believe that shit yourself. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Yeah, they got it, Bobby. Hey. Imagine being him, but you wait for niggas to tell you that. I press record and I promise I'm about to sell you crack. I see the heart in the people that's always swinging with me. I see the fear in the people that say they held you back. Fuck the Giants, this is David versus Goliath, nigga. Life a bitch and it's depression, I'm applying with her. It's like you waiting for your flowers, cause you did the hours. She wanna show us that we cold until we dying with her. 
imagine me begging for power. I got a wetter than a sweat on my fat nigga towel. And you owe me for the sound, we the last of the vowels. I always drop a fucking smash, you just say that you bout to. Real doubtful. Realer than them niggas that you in your mouth to. Realer than these labels when they say they found you. Show the boy a rapper that they bet it on. And I'ma show your ass a nigga that he don't amount to. Yeah, yeah. I'm a star on both sides of the ball. Michael Jordan mixed with Prime and Irving. I'm just a real nigga, real hitter. They don't deserve him. I'm a star on both sides of the ball. Michael Jordan mixed with Prime and Irving. I'm just a real hitter, real nigga. They don't deserve all your ANRs. All right, oh, man. Yeah, no, how the hell they, they didn't call a nigga? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, he talking, he talking, he talking real confident on there, man. Um, you know, I, that's kind of what I want to get into. Like, you know, we earlier in the pod we talk about, you know, going from depression to, you know, the opening lines to this this song. Imagine being him and waiting for people to tell you that. To take us there to where you get from that point in life and getting into the music and getting even more confident. To, to being your own favorite You know what I mean well, how, Tell us about that evolution Yeah so I think you know I think the most important part Of you know Prime and Irving is a song where you, I'm basically giving myself my flowers You know what I'm saying And there was a point in my life where I just kind of Had transitioned away from You know waiting for external Validation from from You know people or your peers or, you know, your family and, and internalizing it. And, you know, for me, my criteria is as long as I'm doing the work that, you know, the greats are doing to get to the outcomes we idolize, then I'm going to celebrate it now. You know what I mean? So for Prime and Irvin, it's like, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm putting the music out consistently. I'm, I'm marketing it. I'm investing in my, in my craft. I'm just getting better. And, uh, and so, you know, that opening line, you know, imagine being him, but you wait for niggas to tell you that it's just like, you know, embrace, embrace him. Like, what what are we waiting for? You know what I'm saying? A lot of times it's like, especially when I was, you know, when I was used to struggle mentally, it's like, you know, if you put all your, if you put all of your faith in the external validation of other people, then you're a slave to that. You know what I'm saying? And, and, uh, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. And so for me, it's just like, I want to be able to hold that. I want to be able to to celebrate today. It's also like with the, you know, even when it's not other people, if it's like a goal, you know, as rappers, we got all kinds of stuff we want to accomplish. And, you know, as I'm sure you guys as producers have stuff that you want to accomplish. And I don't know, I want something to be able to celebrate on a daily basis, especially I want it to tie it in with loading. Like I want, I want to be able to celebrate today. And so that was really the whole point of the album. It's like, you know, what do we, what am I, what do I got to wait for? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I once I realized like the once once I acknowledged that the work that we're doing actually is adding value and making a contribution. I know I'm gonna do it consistently for the next however many years. You know, I'm starting. I'm, let's let's celebrate now, and and I think that changes the way that I, for me personally, how I saw myself, and I think that people in general, especially if you're struggling with, you know, the the you know you got. You gotta have some swag. You gotta give yourself. You gotta yeah, give yourself man. your flowers, you gotta talk, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta, talk, you gotta, you gotta talk, talk your talk a little bit. You know what I mean? It's not about. It's. And I used to always think it was like. I used to always think it was like a lack of humility if you, 
You know, if you talk, if you call talk, yourself the you, best and all yeah. that, but like everybody does that. Like it's 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 part of the rapper DNA. Like you have to talk your shit. Like you know, you know the reality is, you know, everybody may not say you the man or whatever the case may be, but if you rap like you're not, then we definitely ain't listening anyway. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I gotta hear, I gotta hear you talking like you the guy, or else, exactly. I'm, I'm, honestly, why should I listen to you if you ain't talking like you one of the best, or if you ain't striving to be one of the best? Like th- this is part of hip hop. This is a part of rap. Like, you know what I mean. Absolutely. And that that competitive spirit uh, came out through and through, man. Uh, I, I want to ask you, like, you know, you, we talked about some of your your influences, but we didn't really specifically get into um, some of the 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 rappers that you grew up listening to. So, I mean, you can give us the the safe list, or you can give us the lacy list. What which who are some of your? <laughs> we'll go with five. Who are some of your just five artists that were pivotal? in your year coming up? So, like, okay, so the main thing is, like, when I was coming up, man, we wasn't even really allowed, allowed to listen to a lot of rap until my mom passed away. So I came up on a lot of gospel, which is why I love this, like, process of, like, the inflection in the voice because I always wanted to make music that could have, like, that could create some type of feeling and that soulfulness. So, like, you know, some of my favorite artists when I was coming up was, like, Smokey Norfolk and... Yolanda oh, Adams. Okay. And, you know, right. it, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily like rap, you know what I'm saying now. And even when we started listening to rap, it was like I was a casual man. You know, I'm listening to the stuff on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the first like album that I heard or like projects was like I Can't Feel My Face with Lil Wayne. I used to always be like behind the you know, in the conversation, like, yo, Carter, you know, Cash be talking about I can't wait to this. And I'm like, yeah, I ain't even heard the the Carter two or Carter, whatever, you know, I was way behind by the time it came to that. But some of my favorite rap albums, um, and in that early introduction, 50 Cent is like, man, like, yeah, I'm, man. A, I'm a fight. I fight for 50 <laughs> a lot for the, you know what I mean? I, I feel like 50 you got, got a best friend in prayers for sure. You got a best friend in prayers. Like, yeah, we, that whole 50 run was, was incredible, yeah, especially man. first few you don't albums. Get enough credit. No, he don't. He even don't. even even to the part where people are gonna say he kind of like where he was falling off when he was going up against Kanye. That that whole little marketing for that, you know what I mean? You got to give that its praises, and that's how I kind of feel like he transitioned into the business part. But go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> nah, I'm with you, man. Listen, I, I feel like Fifty Fifty might got one of the the greatest freshman albums of all time. For real, you know, he came out yeah. out the water hot. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I agree. You know I, mean? I agree. I'll never not agree <laughs> when, when you put a New Yorker in there in any your top anything. So I'll never not agree, man. Uh, who who else you got? So aside from Fifty, Cassidy early, a lot of Cassidy. Like I said, man, I used to think he was the the, the goat. Um, and then you know, I think for me, I I started believing I could be a rapper because of Cole. J Cole was like you know huge influence right because. Yeah, you just like I'm like, yo, this dude's rapping about going to college. Like, what are we like? You know, <laughs> right. This is just different. <laughs> make make it, you know, make your regular like, shit cool. You know, like yeah. shit you yeah. should be doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I remember going into the, uh, you know, what was that Fifty movie? Was it was it Get Rich or Die Trying? Was that the name yeah, of the movie? It, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the name of the movie. Yeah. Yep. So I remember going into the movie, you know, coming out mean mugging niggas, like because I think I need to be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, what's going on? You know what I mean? So when Cole came out, I was like, nah, bro, you 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 good. That ain't you. You know what I'm saying? We just, you know, this is how we can do this. And obviously, 
you know, Kanye had did that before, prior, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? A little bit more sauce and swag with it. But um, you know, Cole, you know, getting into Cole's projects. And then I'ma say, like, you know, really Cole's music ended up dominating so much of, you know, my, my listening experience after I, you know, got a hold of him that, you know what I mean? Everything else pretty much became once again like a casual listen because I was on the warm up and all those those projects all the time, you know what I mean? So between 50, Cassidy, Wayne, No Ceilings, Wayne, you know what I'm saying? That was that was spectacular. And obviously Drake coming in, you know what I'm saying, completely changing everything, you know, you know, you cannot, you know, it's, it's obvious. Sure. Hey, man. Drake is I, got in, I got in trouble with the wife the other day. I was just like, man, y'all, y'all kids, y'all old enough now. We about to listen to some Wayne. Y'all about to understand real rap. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. My my kids listen to everything, man. I mean, yeah. I don't think I don't I don't really want to. No, no filters. That's what no I said. No, my kids got no filter. They they all various ages. Like I got my sixteen year old, like he's putting me on the people. But that kind of leads me like to my next question. Like I have a lot of guilty pleasure listen listens to where. Where people would typically they be oh man cash you just rapidly rap that's all you they would think that you know what I mean but I really that's not really all I'm into I would probably enjoy R and B more so than um, a lot of rap nowadays just to balance out everything but as far as rappers man like who who are some of your guilty listen I'll open up first one of my favorite guys no. is Wiz Khalifa is Wiz Khalifa it, I mean nobody he's never gonna be in anybody's top ten. I just love Cushion Orange Juice. I love the last project he put out with uh, Help Me Out Prez with uh, Big Crit and Smoke. Smoke oh, yeah, Gizzard. yeah, yeah. Full, full, what was it Full Court something? Full uh, Court man, Press. Full Court Press. Spot too. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just love anything Wiz does, man. He just, oh, yeah. time and place. Time Legend. and place for me and Cabin Fever and all that stuff. So you have any uh, people that they typically wouldn't be like, oh, shit, Lacey listens to this too? You know what I mean? You you hit us with Yolanda Adams, so that threw me for a loop. So who, who else you got? Yeah. Man, I mean, so on the gospel tip, you know, Forever Jones is is still like, is, is somebody I rock with heavy. On a rap tip, Moneybag Yo, probably is something mm-hmm. that people wouldn't expect me to rock with. But, I, you know, from song structure to swag delivery, that's another thing I, you know, I wanted to try to add to my game was just like the, you know what I'm saying? The effortlessness of, you know, your your rhyme scheme where it don't sound like you're trying hard. Like you just sound like you belong here on this beat. You know what I mean? And so Moneybag Yo is definitely one of the guys that I think people are surprised that I listen to a lot. But yeah, I, I got to I gotta go with Bag. Okay. Same same with me for ESTG. Prez, you care to share about your guilty pleasure? I mean, like I, I talk about mine all the time because I ain't I ain't scared to like uh you know tell like where I'm listening to and what I when I'm to back up my decisions and like why I come say an artist, nah, they not doing enough to grab me. Mystical, that's kind of like the one I've like grew up and I, you know, I oh, yeah, like all yeah, the, man. I, I, I kind of forced anytime you ride with me back in the day, man, we was like, well, we bumped this yeah, mystical. We, we, went through we, his troubles, mystical. went through his troubles in life, and you know, I kind of see why some people, yeah, they ain't gonna kind of, <laughs> but hey, no, that's, I was like, uh, <laughs> that right there, you know, the energy that he just brings to a track and stuff like that. So when, when you gotta realize that's kind of how, like, what I expect from artists to bring a little bit of energy to it. So when you have the the too much of a slow and nothing else is changing, 
man, like this is this is where I came from. This is what I want to hear. So like, it's, if that's a big part of what's missing, and then right now it's a uh, Kodak. Kodak. I listen to a lot of Kodak Black. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So you had him as your top nice. three rap yeah. album, right? People, y'all go check that out. He had Kodak yeah. in his top three rap album. So he made, you know, he he lived what he talk about, man. He know what he talk about. Uh, Lacey, one last question before we get you out of here, man. Um, we in the dog days of summer. There's no NBA basketball going on. We got summer league basketball. We got baseball. I mean, we all like baseball, but I, you know, it's it's not one of the more popular sports, you know. Um, and, and football, man. You rock a lot of Ohio State stuff, and um, you know, you rep them, man. So, what are, what are, what are you expecting from their upcoming season, man? Record wise. <laughs> From Ohio State? Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, as Buckeye fans, man, you know, we really we really only shooting for the the highest accolade possible, which is that national championship, man. So, you know, obviously, um, you know, obviously, <laughs> so like my my best friend played for Ohio State, his name is Jamie Wood. And uh, you know, I've been rocking with Ohio State since, you know, since I was a baby. But um, ain't many years where they not really, you know, in the last 20 years that they ain't really having some success, bro. So, you know, that's what I'm rocking with, man. I'm I'm, I'm hoping that we can get a national championship. I know it's kind of been, you know, kind of strange and, you know, um, inconsistent last couple of years. But, you know, I'm hoping that we can get back on top and, and, and get back to the dominance that we had before. You know what I'm saying? So. Sure, for sure. Who are your college teams? Uh, me, man, I'm a fair weather college fan, so you don't really want to ask me. I, uh, whoever, whoever winning, that's that's my team. <laughs> War Eagle, Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, yeah, Auburn. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, we so, have so, our little name, but we got we got a ship. We we you know we got we got we got a couple. That was Cam Newton there, oh, man. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> hey, hey, whatever. I will get the hat right now. Still got hey, it. Do, still do working you, like it just happened you? yesterday. <laughs> Do you get into the debate of like <clears throat> SEC versus Big Ten and all that? Do you? Do you yeah, man. Well, so, man, if you want to really go in that direction, like, what in the world? The Pac, uh, the Pac twelve or Pac ten now, whatever they're gonna be called, like after this, you know, with USC kind of moving over, uh, with uh, I mean, what's going on with the Big Ten now? The Big Twelve, I guess that's kind of everybody kind of going over there. So, and then the teams yeah. that's coming, that's that they saying are coming to the SEC. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, it's already bad enough right now when we got uh, with the uh, name, image, and likeness uh, yeah. the NILs that's kind of going on with Nick Saban and uh, Texas, and they're going to still recruit. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with. I'm, I'm excited to see how that's going to affect the actual play on the field. You know, with them able to get all these players and stuff now, where they start being a lot more of a challenger versus just putting in putting good talent into the NFL or our talented players getting drafted early. Because uh, I mean, some of those players they turn out so well. Uh, uh, Johnny Football and uh, everything <laughs> that didn't turn out so hot. But even with Ohio State, you know, I got high hopes for them for the players they put in the NFL. But I mean, y'all record in the NFL over the past couple of years. You know, some some of the the, the urban yeah. <laughs> urban Maya, you know, kind of messing up over there. Like I said, we talked earlier. I was saying Damon Arnett, you know, man, that's yeah. don't want to hear that name no more on the Raiders. But I mean, y'all <laughs> had those receivers that that it came out this year. So yeah. excited to see how they uh, do in it translate over in the NFL. So, but uh, as far as like like we said, college, uh, 
yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how this name is like really going to take effect after how how many people was in the transfer pro- portal and uh, all where everybody's going to end up with the new uh, uh, new new basically divisions, the SEC, yeah, the restructure, everything. Yeah, I think there's two SEC teams coming to the Big Ten too. I can't remember which ones it was, but I know there was there was two. I think USC was one of them. No, that's, they come mm-hmm. from the SEC. Uh, they come from Pac. Yeah. That's what I was saying. The Pac-12 turned into the Pac-10. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. So so uh, so SEC. Who was the other one that's leaving? Uh, was it was it UCLA? I think it. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was, I think UCLA. It was UCLA. I think it was UCLA. Yep. Yeah. So that would be interesting, man. Look, we need to mix it up, man. You know, <laughs> are you are you, do, are you cool with like the whole the playoff structure as it is right now, and then the ranking and, and just letting it play out that way? Yeah, I'm, I, we. You know what? After living through all this stuff and how all the different changes. We we starting to realize the BCS really wasn't that wrong. Like it, it was starting to turn into the same yeah. thing. These same teams are getting up yeah. there. I mean, we have hopes that these uh, teams that ain't really as powerhouse as like Alabama and stuff like that. You want them to get in there, but I mean, man, it's hard going up against those guys and like the yeah. the challenges when the SEC beating up each other like that. Yeah, that you may look up and beat one of them. But it's it's, mm-hmm. it's very doubtful that you're going to beat two of those big powerhouses up in there. So, like, uh, what we have in the NCAA, I don't think it's going to – it's not going to happen in, in, in the football side. That's what I'm saying. Uh, on the no, basketball no. side, it's, that, I don't yeah. see it's going to happen. That, that's what I was going to say. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, and who, like, you have one or two good players. Like, they can literally run down on another team and, and win football. <laughs> nah, if you got them dogs, like – these guys get out yeah. of the SEC and, you know, we've tried it. We've tried to see it. You know, we tried to see Oregon. We tried to see what well, was all the, a lot of other Pac-12 teams come in and they'll ink, you know, they'll get in there. Oklahoma, like time and time again, it's show and prove that, hey, man, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're not in the big or on the SEC, you're probably not winning a national championship. Like it, it just is what it is, man. Like you can be in the top six and get in the playoff, and I mean that does wonders for your, you know, um, alumni I mean, and making I mean, money. We ain't gotta hide it no more. They yeah. was paying these people. Like I paid this guy a million dollars. So at the end of the day, if y'all come up and beat one of these other SEC teams, I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm deducting your pay. I'm deducting your pay. You ain't getting that little envelope this week <laughs> yeah, if we don't go out there and win this game. Now, those guys are playing for something. They playing for that check, man. So that's a big difference. Oh, yeah. with the, the other guys just playing for that heart. Like, oh, no, man, I got to feed my kids, man. So hey, a, I feel it, man. That's, I, that's I, a big part of it. And it's rare that you're going to get a Cam Newton, one person that can just go in there and just totally dominate and, you know, yeah. get you a championship. You know, him, uh, I, I would even give up to uh, uh, Tim Tebow, you know what I mean, even though he had a lot of talent around him. But, I mean, uh, the yeah, leadership Tebow's that he kind of brought. Yeah, the, lead, the leadership in college is, is – it speaks volumes, but uh, but yeah, man, I think y'all y'all will be right there where y'all need to be. Ohio State. I don't think there's been, I don't think y'all missed the college playoff in quite some time, man. To be honest with you, so y'all y'all will be right there. Just really how the how the cookie crumbles, man, and and who in the SEC, not Alabama, decides to rise, uh, in the yeah. rankings because you'll have one other team out of the SEC that's really somebody, and then Ohio State, Clemson, and then it's Clemson pretty much is SEC too, right? Uh yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. Oh, a- no a- ACC right ACC ACC so uh but yeah you'll have those four teams and then it's like everybody else will kind of 
randomly fit in. But I'm looking forward to watching football at a decent hour now that I'm back in the States and not in Germany anymore. Not living there. So I'm looking forward to catching up and, and seeing who my next team is going to be, you know, as a Fairweather fan. You know, I, I get into it, Lacey. I buy, I buy gear and everything. You know what I mean? I dive, I dive For the deep playoffs. In. Yeah, I dive deep into it, man. I, I, I rock the championship T-shirt and everything, man. I have no shame. No shame whatsoever. <laughs> so, do you have an NFL team? Yeah, yeah. Eagles, man. Eagles for sure. Eagles and, um, yeah, Eagles and uh, Knicks basketball as far as uh, NBA goes and uh, Syracuse for college basketball. Like, they're, they're, yeah, let's be yeah. real. New York City don't have... I'm from New York, so they don't. we don't have no football... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really get into that. Rutgers. What? Who else you got? You know, yeah, I wouldn't do it. But man, uh, AC man, we appreciate you coming on, man. Keep doing uh, the good work, man, and, and making, as you say, your your contribution uh, to hip hop, man, is, is really dope, man. We love to see the grind, love to see the evolution, and, and wherever you're gonna land next, we know it'll be on your feet and, and doing great things, man. You want to take us out with a few words before we let you roll? No, I just want to say thank y'all for having me on, man. Are you- you hit me up on the last album trying to get it. I'm glad we can, you know, work it out. And, and uh, you know, I was, I was checking out an interview. I think it's some, the, the Big Three. They had an album called The Big Three. I was, yeah, I was yeah. checking that out earlier today, man. So, like, you know, what y'all do is very dope, man. And, uh, yeah, thank you just for having me on here, bro. Hopefully we can get some more interviews in the in the future, too. For yeah, sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, uh, you want to you know, uh, drop where they can find you? Right, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram. At I am Lacey Jackson, um, and you can you know find all my music just by putting Lacey Jackson into uh, you know your wherever you listen to music. My new album Average Only to You is out now. Go check that out. And uh, yeah, man, appreciate y'all for having me. No doubt, no doubt. Peace to you, man. Peace to you, man. This is episode one sixty nine. I'm Cash, and that guy right below me is. Press. All right, Lacey Jackson. Only, oh, sorry, average only to you, man. We out.